Bonjour. You're listening to the Living Well podcast. In this podcast, I will be taking you on my amazing journey to living well. I will be teaching you how to manage your mind as well as giving you the nutritional secrets I learned growing up in Paris. My goal is to help you achieve mind and body balance and to show you what is truly possible for you in your life. I am excited to share it all with you. I'm Carol, your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach. Welcome to the Living Well Podcast. Bonjour tout le monde. Hello everybody. It's a beautiful week and today is the last day of the year of the rat and tomorrow is Chinese New Year and we move into the year of the ox and I am super excited. Um, it's going to be bringing a much different energy into the world and um, and we all need it. So for those of you who know me, you know that I'm into astrology and I don't mean into the daily horoscope um, but I'm into like the deeper understanding of how the um, astral energies during the nine months that we were in our mother's wounds to the day we were born um, have sort of an impact on 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 our characters and I have a really good memory uh, for dates and I know so many people's birthdays Um, people who are relatives, but also friends or just people who've crossed my life at one point or another, or even people I don't know, like celebrities or politicians or, I don't know, people who, who've inspired me or people who even can frighten me. Um, you know, and I've, and I, and for some, you know, and, and from the purpose of wanting to, to know more, I've researched their date of birth and, And I have studied the Chinese and the Western signs and I'm able to have um, sort of characteristic traits and behaviors come up right away depending on someone's Western and Eastern signs. Um, and I have to tell you, it all makes a lot of sense. Of course, our environment plays an important role too, but the foundation um, or the character traits of each of us belonging to the same pair, like, you know, someone who's a Gemini in the year of the boar, are really identical for that same combo. Um, but it has to also be the same sex. Yes, I mean, same sex, like, you know, a female Aries in the year of the ox is completely different personality than one of a male Aries in the same year of the ox, for example. Uh, this is by no mean an exact science, but everyone has some, you know, something that they, that they think about, um, on, 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 uh, astrology. But knowing this, I have to tell you, has been, uh, of great guidance, um, to me in making certain important decisions in my life. Um, if you are interested in learning more, feel free to DM me. It's truly something that fascinates me. Um, I actually have an old book that addresses the 144 different combinations of Eastern and Western signs, and I recommend it if you're curious about it. Um, the author is Susan White. So tomorrow we are switching from uh, the year of the rat to the year of the ox, which is a year of work and a year of repair. And I feel that um, the world really needs that. And this leads me to today's topic, and I've chosen to talk about happiness. I feel that when we ask someone, you know, what do, what do you most want in life? 
it's always, I want to feel good. I want to feel happy. I want to have a better life. And this is the incredible journey that I take my clients on, no matter what issue they come to me with. So how do we go about being happier and about living a better life? So often, if not all the time, most people look for happiness outside of them. They think that the way um, to have a better life is to make their external circumstances better, that success equals happiness, that if we can have this or that, a top job, a luxury car, a few homes, a private jet, a good family, then we'll be happy. And we try to control our external circumstances to find happiness and then And then we are unhappy about our unhappiness. So we fight to make our lives better and happier. But we do that from a place of unhappiness and of scarcity. And it's really risky to think in that way because the minute you're missing something that you don't have the home or the car or the whatever you had aspired to have and and that you associate with happiness, then your happiness falls apart. And then when something doesn't go well, doesn't feel good, then you look to change that outside circumstance, like changing job, changing husband, moving city, etc., etc. But that never works. Why? Because we have so little control over so much of the world. So when we try to change the world in order to feel happier, it's completely ineffective circumstances, meaning the facts of life, are not at the root of your happiness or your unhappiness. What you think about them is. So look, I mean, if we could be guaranteed a life filled with only positive emotions all the time, we would not care one bit about the circumstances of life, whether the market does well, the COVID, the this, the, we wouldn't care. All we do in life, all we want in life, we do it for the way we think we will feel when we will have obtained it, when we will have arrived. So let me give you a simple example. I live in Los Angeles. I live in a gorgeous area of Los Angeles. What I look at every morning is, you know, my pool, the beautiful landscape, the Kenyan nature, yet you know, I often dream about a place by the ocean, right? I'm not far. I'm like 30 minutes from Malibu, right? When we go down to Laguna Beach with my husband, you know, for a little retreat, a little moment of peace of mind, no kids, just the two of us, we can't help but checking the condos, the homes that are for sale on the waterfront, just because there is something so peaceful about the ocean living and about walking on the beach in the morning or at sunset. And it's sort of like sets for, you know, serenity and joy that we both um, associate with that. But maybe the day that we will live by the beach, we won't want to walk on the beach all that much. Kind of like, you know, a yummy chocolate cake and the first slice tastes amazing. And then the next one tastes a little less amazing. And then the third one can feel sickening. And this leads us to a very important realization that I have been teaching you throughout my podcast episodes and in my private practice, which is that it all starts with understanding that the circumstances in your life and in the world are neutral. In the example of the house by the ocean, you know, for someone like me living in the city, it's a dream. But maybe for someone like you, I mean, I have 
Uh, speaking of Laguna Beach, I have a client who has grown up at Laguna Beach, you know, and who, you know, for her, like it's more synonym of boredom and colder weather and rusty furniture. And what you dream of, you know, for, for me dreaming by the ocean, for her, her dream is the city life. It's the same house, which for me generates positive emotions, but which for someone else generates more negative feelings. So it has nothing to do with the house itself. It has nothing to do, you know, with the circumstance. It has to do with what we think in our head when we think about that house and about the pleasure and the happiness that it would give us or not give us. So in the case of this simple example, it does not affect, you know, my life much because I'm perfectly happy in my life, regardless of this beach house happening or not. But what's interesting to look at, though, is when the circumstance in your life feels like it has a true impact onto why your life is going this way or that way, such as a job, for example, or the person you've you've married, you know. Um, I'll take another personal example, my business. When I started my uh, life coaching business, I thought that I would get super busy, super demanded right from the start. Why? Because I know that I have an amazing method to help women lose weight, but also because while I help women lose weight, I help them sort out all the other areas of their lives from love to career to creating more money. And I teach them how to manage through every struggle of life going forward. I give them the tools. And as a matter of fact, I have clients who don't even come to me to lose weight. They come to me for that bigger, deeper um a very productive work. So working with me is not just a program. It's an experience. It's a wonderful experience, like hiring your best concierge service to make everything just easier in your life. You're taken care of. It's your time. It's a place of bienveillance, as we say in France, in French, like, you know, a place of love, a place of care, a place of non-judgment where you can vent, where you can cry. Um, just knowing that your coach is here and not as your best friend who will go along with everything you say, but as your best ally who has your back no matter what and who is your best resource for life-changing outcomes. So in my mind, I thought, of course, I'm going to be super, super booked from the start. Who would not want that service? Who would not want that experience? Who would not, you know hire, you know, the best of love and support to manage their their own life. But I wasn't super booked. I was half booked. And even though my practice was off to a great start, I remember feeling disappointed. And I remember making that result of not being overbooked yet all about me. When in fact, I know it had nothing to do with me. As a matter of fact, uh, my clients We're referring me out to their friends. I mean, what better testimonial than that? And I remember bringing this to uh, one of my own, you know, sessions with my coach, with my own life coach. And she said to me, Caro, what if this was just perfect? What if you not having a full practice yet was just as it should be? What? Wow. That got me to rethink about the circumstance, meaning that the not being overbooked yet and to realize that I can choose to make that work against me 
and stay in frustration and disappointment, or I could choose to make this work in my favor and to look at this not being fully booked yet as an opportunity for extra time to start my podcast and to work on offering even more free value to the community of women that I want to help. And that is exactly what I did. And that is exactly how I manifested more clients into my practice from coming from a place of love and not from coming from a place of scarcity, right? From raising my vibrations at a higher frequency. And that's how I got to feel more confident also about the true purpose of my work, which is to just help women free from their struggles and grow to create their best life. With the same circumstance, with the same number of clients, I turned everything around. So what is it that can truly change your life, my friends? and start bringing you happiness, what changes your life, and I mean that, okay? I mean that what changes your life really is to understand that all the sentences in your head, I mean, all the thoughts in your head are 100% optional. Boom, yes, that is huge. That is the answer to your freedom, to to ending it with your fears and with your anxieties. This is the answer to love and to greater well-being. Our brain is such an incredible machine that we have that power. We have the power to modify our thoughts. We have the power to choose to think something else that will serve us better. And when you know that your thoughts create your feelings, then you know the true secrets to happiness. Because happy is a feeling. There's no problem with wanting a house by the ocean, but recognizes, recognizing that what you truly want from getting that house is peace and calm and content is a powerful realization because if you want to change your life, you must become aware of what you are feeling in the present moment and Practice identifying the thought that is creating that feeling or the feeling that you wish to feel instead of what you're currently feeling. Feelings are the reason why we do everything we do in our life. I'll say it again. You know, happy is a feeling. Happy is an emotion. It is a vibration in your body. It starts with a thought and it travels from your brain down to your body. And that vibration sets the frequency level in your body. You can also call it the energy. And it is with that energy that you will attract more of the same. And that is why I recommend that when you feel uncomfortable emotions, such as feeling anxious, that you try to switch you're thinking to more more positive thoughts, right? And if it is hard for you to get out of that negative loop in your head, even just sing happy birthday. You sing it, you breathe, and you observe how switching your focus from your thoughts will help you change the energy in your body. I will say it again. Feelings are the reason why we do everything in our life. Yes, because feeling creates action. When we feel in love, we can conquer the world. When we feel defeated, we feel like doing nothing. 
And those actions or these inactions create the results in your life. So if you want your result and the conductive thread in your life to be happiness, then you must practice this simple exercise of writing down the sentences that are looping in your head each day for five minutes, all without judgment. You buy a pretty notebook or you get a blank page of paper, you set your timer to five minutes and you write without even thinking about what to write. Just put down what crosses your mind at that moment. You don't even have to reread what you wrote. It will give you a perspective on your thoughts and it will give you a way to help you detach yourself from them. And slowly, it will help you understand that you are not your thoughts, that your thoughts are completely 100% optional and that you can choose which thoughts serve you better and which you want to slowly not think anymore. Little by little, you will see that they will change without you having to make much effort. I recommend you do this in the morning to kind of set the tone for your day. But I also think that doing it before bed is a wonderful way to unload the stress and to feel lighter also for a better night. So you could, you know, have a notebook by your bed and then have a notebook, you know, on your desk or in in your, you know, kitchen table, like wherever works for you. But do it regularly. It's kind of like a little, you know, meeting with yourself that you will actually start treasuring and appreciating more and more. Byron Katie, the author of one of my favorite books called Loving What Is, said, a thought is harmless unless we believe it. And I would like to leave you with a question to reflect upon and that we will address in um, probably next week's episode, which is, who would you be without your story? So, my friends, go practice leaving better. Write your thoughts down five minutes every day, okay? Think well, eat well, and be well. And as always, DM me at Caro the Life Coach for immediate help and relief. Have a beautiful Valentine's weekend. I will be here with you next week. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. My amazing listeners, no matter where you are in the world, if you are ready to make one big dream become your reality this year, I would like to invite you to sign up for a free session with me. You can find the link directly on my website at carothelifecoach.com. In that session, I will be coaching you on any issue you have going on. I will give you easy tools you can start applying right away, and I will share with you more information on how you can hire me as your private life and weight loss coach and start making your dreams reality. My beautiful friends, choose a dream and start getting excited about your new possibilities. You are no longer alone. I am here to help you create your dream life and I cannot wait to see it all unfold in front of our eyes.